Podcast Babies. I'm Jesse Oliver. I'm Maureen Smith. And I'm Makita Loney, and we're Fat Out of Hell. A bi-weekly podcast where we burn down fat stigma through conversations about our experiences as bad, rad fatties. So take out your extenders and buckle up, because it's time to go! Oh, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Fat Out of Hell. Here we are, being red, being fat, and really being angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. When discussing the topic that we were going to talk about today, uh, we were all like, oh, we are amped to talk about this. I was like, we are uh, all a little angry coming into this. But I guess what what better way to start a podcast entitled Fat Out of Hell than with a little dose of anger. And telling people to go to hell. Telling people to fuck the fuck off and go to hell. Yeah, fucking genuinely. I'm so Um, mad. Well, so (laughs) let's let's first of all, like, (laughs) hey, everybody. (laughs) We, We were called Fat Chat. We are now Fat Out of Hell. Just as a hello. We have a new name now. Yeah, you're at, you're at the right place. Yes, we've just gotten a remodel. That's true. That's very true. We're the same Ooh, people. Paint job, interior, like nice leather interior. Yeah, new we're, lighting fixtures. Mm-hmm. We're basically that's what I refer to my boobs as. <laughs> <laughs> we're basically a just. We're basically just like a rad girl gang now, and so. I mean, we've always been. We just kind of embraced it at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm. welcome. Welcome to the girl gang. No matter what gender you identify as, welcome to the girl gang. <laughs> All the BBs. <laughs> All the BBs. Uh, Should we tell the people why we're so mad? Yes. Why we're so angry? Why we came in guns a-blazing to this podcast? I also want to tell people what I'm doing to cope right now. Um... I have, I, I bought a new Swiffer duster and I've extended it to the full six feet and I'm flailing it. So just imagine me doing that while we're talking about the subject. I I feel like we should take a photo of that and put it on the Insta. I will. On our stories. Um, great, great, great. Okay, Maureen, you, you kick us off with our topic. So our topic is dehumanization of fat people. So what, wow. <laughs> what, prompted, what prompted this is the, what prompted this was an article in The Hill that used that we're we're not going to specifically talk about because it got us a little a little too angry <laughs> to be honest. It got us a little. Uh, but here's what we'll say. I like uh, said I I had I read three paragraphs of it this morning and got so angry I had to like exit out of the browser. I was like, uh, a uh, fuck to the fuck no. And then I was like, did you guys see this article? And Kita, in her infinite wisdom, was like, I'm not going to read it. And Maureen was just like, what the fuck? And I was like, yep, 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 that's the correct response. Yeah. What the fuck is the correct response? What, so. Yeah, what really got us the, I mean, other, the content of the article was egregious, but I mean, it was like nothing, nothing unusual in, in terms of its egregiousness. I mean, it's, it's you know, just garden variety bullshit but garden variety blaming fat people for all of the world's problems exactly but what really got us on the on the 
on the tail of this of the the concept of dehumanization was the use of a anonymous stock photo of somebody's butt, somebody's fat booty, and it's just like this shit. Hey. <laughs> it's just like okay, like um, I I don't know what. Like, I know if uh, a photo of your face appears, they have to pay you for it. Like, it can't, like, either they've paid you to be a stock model model, <laughs> a stock model model, or uh, they've paid you, you have to sign a release for them to use it, right? Right, yeah. Like, do they have to have a release signed to, like, uh, basically use that photo? And if not, like, then fuck y'all for just, like taking photos of people's backsides like goddamn cowards and dehumanizing them. Yeah. Ugh. It like, makes uh, me so fucking angry. <laughs> honest to God. I'm like, I'm like, I'm even like thinking back to like, cause we use stock photos and stock footage for like, for work, for like what I do for work all the time. And at least I've never heard of any sort of like, Stock photography, like this, just feels like another level of like this. They had to have known this picture was taken, but the thing that like, or or maybe not. I don't. That's that's the weird part about it. And like, even if they did know, they have no control of how that photo is used, which sucks. And I mean, that's kind of the nature of the release that you sign, right? But at the same time, like, how are people so cruel? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that it, well, but and the, the, it also perpetuates the narrative that like, okay, so if you know this whole article was like dehumanizing fat people in general, it's so easy to disassociate fat people from being real fucking people when you don't show their faces right because like what do we always say the eyes are the window to the soul well if you don't show my face if you don't show me as a goddamn person then it just allows you to like keep bashing fat people without acknowledging that like um i am a real person with uh thoughts and feelings and i deserve respect because I am a fucking person. I am not just a stock photo of an ass for you to blame. Yeah. No, and like honestly, it's the like I can I can't even imagine what it must feel like to be a person, you know, of to be a fat person, like scrolling the internet, scrolling news articles, stuff like that, and seeing a picture of their bodies portrayed as the problem. Cause that's really, cause that's really what it is. Like, yeah. you never, you never see those pictures. You never see those stock photos or stock videos, like on the news of people walking around busy downtown areas. You never see those photos and be like or videos and and the and the headline is happy fourth of july like it's never <laughs> like it's never that hey. it's it's always that this is the problem these right. people are sick and it's like it's this <sighs> it also is somehow implying that like uh they're living lesser lives right 
like somehow like, oh, that fat person walking downtown that we've managed to capture with their friend and like blur out their face, but no one else is around. They must be so sad and living some sort of sad life instead of just doing like a mundane task of getting from one place to another place. Right. Right. <sighs> like this person could easily just be like, probably just got a fucking job offer walking to go get their fucking favorite pasta and a glass of wine to celebrate with a friend because their life is on the fucking up and up right now. But yet they get fucking reduced to like being America's problem. I will say, um, Sam B like in February, I want to say did an episode where they did, um, uh, a like, uh, or February of last year, I actually just pulled it up, uh, where they did a whole thing about uh, stock photos of fat people called Fat People Have Heads. Yeah. And uh, it was like uh, two of the writers of Sam B who are plus sized took a bunch of stock photo options. And uh, like they were like, they are available for free use, but it's them being happy and like living a life. And that is not the image that media wants to portray of fat people. Do you want to know how hard? So I, for the, um, for the, all the podcast episodes, I make the Instagram post announcing what the, what the podcast episode is. And our, our format is that it is a photo with a filter to make it look a little bit more pink, the title of the episode and our logo. So I use stock photos all the time for for those posts and i can't tell you how many times i've tried to search like you know because we've done a couple episodes about fitness we've done a couple of you know whatever the number of times that i've tried to type in like fat fitness or like fat person happy or just like fat or fat fashion or something like that and what i get are caricatures i get i get or i'll either get i'll either get sad fat people grabbing their stomachs or i'll get um just a picture of 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 a woman's midsection where their stomach is overflowing out of jeans or i'll get a fat person wearing like a sweatband and like and like those like wrist sweatbands or whatever and like a tank top eating a salad it's just like the most disgusting diet culture but then if i were to type in fitness i see these like beautiful skinny models like holding up barbells and stuff like that and it's like fucking like give me a fat like give me a fat person in in one of these like standard fucking run of the mill poses that i can fucking use because i'll tell you what i'll use them all right y'all here's what i've decided this is what i've decided for us (laughs) and hopefully you'll join me i think when we are out of quarantine and we are able to be in larger crowds again after a vaccine is developed we should do a day where we take stock photos do Rockwell Barbell and do fitness ones. We could go to whatever, right? Like, but we should take fat stock photos and offer them up of people just doing normal fucking activity. 
Yeah, like at the grocery store, grabbing yes! a can of grabbing a can of beans at a like uh, yes, like chopping a head of lettuce or like I don't know, eating a burger in a pl- in a way that doesn't make it seem like I have heart disease. Like that's the, yes, because like or like holding a martini glass and laughing. Like give me give me that shit. You know what I mean? Give me a fat person on New Year's Eve. Where- Yes, I already know where we're going to take all of these photos, like, to take a martini photo. We could go, like, I, I believe in our ability to do this, but also, like, then people have fucking options. So that, God. like, we are not stuck being, like, headless bodies that people just like to make fun of. It's just, I, Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that this- it like shakes me to my core because like I'm thinking back to my um, my talk that I did last year and how I made a comment about you know like it's so how important it is to see like bigger bodies in mainstream media how important it is to see fat people in advertising because if you shun those people and you actively leave them out like you're you're sending a message regardless. You are telling people that, like, I mean, all the things we already know, right? Like, just normalize, like, fat people, we exist. And I made a comment saying, like, you know, I want to see fat people in a Home Depot ad. Like, it's, like, doing the most generic shit possible, right? Like, going, waking up on a Saturday, gonna go get some paint in my fucking paint clothes and paint my apartment. And I got so much backlash for that. Why? Like, but I don't even understand why you would get backlash for that. Because I've been to a fucking Home Depot and I am eight. fat. So like eight. I don't Right. And like uh newsflash, I was not the only fat person at that Home Depot. Absolutely not. Well like, absolutely not. What was and the it's backlash? Just like, I don't Huh? What was the what was the nature of the backlash? That's what I don't uh, fucking understand. Oh, so another person that worse than advertising is a fucking coward that had to fucking hit me up on both his personal and his branded account, like, that doesn't have a name connected to it. Like, he went deep into the archives. When I say archives, I'm saying, like, back 20 years ago. Like, oh, this person looks fat and they're in a Home Depot. I don't see what your problem is. Oh, and a person from 20 years ago was in a Home right. Depot. Right, right. I'm glad to know like, that we existed 20 years ago. Right, exactly. And so it was all of that. And just like, it, I can't even go into depth of how like, and then just trolls started coming out of nowhere. And it became, and, and the fun fact of that, by the way, is out of, out of all 100 speakers that spoke at the conference, I was the only one that got any kind of negative feedback. And it was all based on that one comment. I was the most quoted speaker by the people that, like, you know, felt, like, empowered by what I said. But on the flip side of that, everybody came out of the darkness just to rip me for that one quote, for saying that we deserve to have more representation of fat people in media. I don't even know how that's, like, really all that controversial. Like, let's talk about It isn't. It purely isn't. 68% of women in America are fucking fat. Right. 68% are at least plus sized, right? Like, exactly. Like, 
why wouldn't I be more inclined to buy something? If the point of advertising is to make me want to buy something, why wouldn't I be more inclined to buy something if I saw myself represented in the ad? Exactly what like, I said. What? fucking like idiocy this is what this is actually something i have never understood like when we talk about like um fat clothing like how for so long like old navy who loves to try and be like now we offer plus size clothing in the stores motherfuckers you used to and then you're you shifted all yes to online like why why in this idea of like capitalism which is like capitalism is king in this country, right? Like, right. Uh, why? Why is the blind spot fatness? It's right. I don't even like, think it's the blind spot. I think they like actively see it, and they actively, they actively. I don't know how to like say it. Like they actively push it to the side. Yeah, because it's like, oh, we acknowledge, we totally acknowledge that a majority of our target is plus size. Therefore, we're going to cater to the size, but fuck all of you. We're going to make you shop online for it because you shouldn't come out into public anyways. That's what that tells me. Exactly. And like, I don't buy shit from Old Navy for that very reason. Exactly. Like, I'm like, oh, you don't want my money? You made it clear that you don't want my money because you don't offer me options in public? And then now you're trying to seem like a benevolent overlord by like now offering those options in your store. No, thank you. Yeah. No, and thank then, you. Like, and then they turn around and be like, oh, my God, body positivity, body inclusivity. We're going to show a model that's a whole size like 18. And that's it. We go up to size about 26, 28, but we don't acknowledge them. <laughs> Yeah, there's some something I experienced. This even happens on like a local level. Like, so I live the neighborhood of Chicago that I live in has a has like there's like a main drag, you know, there's and on that main drag, there are, I would say, 12 independent clothing stores. Um, And there used to be one store that carried plus sizes. Um, and then I went in there once, like in a pinch to go like, see if I could get a shirt for something. And I went to the back where all the plus sizes were and they were gone. And I went and I, I went and I asked, I was like, hi, uh, did you move your plus size offerings? And they were like, oh no, we just stopped carrying them. We just didn't really see a market for it. And I was like. Well, I'm, well I'm, here I am. Yeah, the I'm, market. I'm your market for it. Also, you're the only you were the only store on this whole street that sold clothes in my size. Wait, are we hey. talking about presents? The old presents? Uh, I think so. It's where the cargo t-shirts are. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay. So the problem with their plus size section was it was only a size fourteen. Really? Yeah. I like I had tried to go there and I was like, oh, I you guys have a plus size section. And like it was like extra large, extra, extra large. But the extra extra large in the brand they were carrying was size 14. And the extra large in that brand was a size 14. So I was like, so you consider your plus size section only to be a size 14 is what I'm hearing. 
Yeah. Maybe a small 16 can get into it. Right. Great, great, great. So, like, the fact that... So now, on this... In this neighborhood where there are 12 clothing stores within walking distance of me, I have to drive to fucking Skokie to go to Torrid. (laughs) Which is wild, because they, like, they closed... And I was just about to, like, you know, chime in with that. Like, even with somebody... As somebody that, like, works downtown and spends... Well, at least before it's all, you know, shut down, like, spend a majority of my time, like, on Michigan Avenue, we only had Torrid, which is, like, all the way on State Street... And now that's closed, and you're telling me that all the fat women professionals or, like, just people that, like, happen to be shopping in the area or live in the area, I can't run to a store and grab, like, a last-minute meeting outfit anymore? I mean, exactly. The Lane Bryant downtown was closed. Yeah, and that closed when, as soon as I yeah. moved here. Yeah, because I remember going in there when I first moved here, like, oh, sweet, there's a Lane Bryant here, and going in to find out that they were closing the w- next week. Now, did I get some incredible deals from that closing sale? Yes. <laughs> but, but also, would I much rather just have a fucking store I could go shop at? Yes, right. I would. Yeah. It's like a blatant disregard for like, I mean, it's, we've been saying the same thing over and over again. You know, it's a blatant disregard for bigger people. It is. And, you know, the thing is, like, I, you know, growing up that in the 80s and 90s, like anytime we would go to a Kohl's or go to like any kind of department store, fat people were either relegated to the very top floor in a corner or the very basement in a corner. And online shopping has become the modern version of that. Like we are relegated to these online stores. And like, the thing that's hard right now is like, you know, if I want to buy something, I'm not going to like maybe not have it fit and like have to brave going to a fucking- right. FedEx or UPS or post office to send it back. Green has like literally <laughs> reaped all of my I hate returning things benefits. <laughs> because like I hate returning stuff. And so like that's why I've like really like slowed like all of my online shopping. And like I, I don't know like what to do now if something doesn't fit. It's just like, all right, well it's gonna sit in my closet for like a year or two before I give it away. Yeah. Yeah. All this to say, fat people are angry, and we have all the justified anger in the world about how we're being treated. Yeah. Especially right now when we are berated with this idea that somehow we're making everything in the world worse. Right. Like... The idea that we are both, like, the idea that we are both the majority and also the problem is just mind-boggling to me. Like, it blows my mind to see, like, fat politicians get up and talk about how fat people are the problem. It, It blows my mind to see, like fat celebrities talk about how obesity is an epidemic it's it's like the the fucking self-hatred that that we see 
and like how it's seen how it's viewed as like the worst case scenario it's viewed as a temporary because that's that's really it is that there's nothing there are there are no permanent structures that support fat people because people view it as temporary people view it as a temporary malady that you that you work like hell to fix and so why would there be they high quality garments Right. So why would there be high quality resources for fat people if if in their mind they're not going to be used consistently because everyone is trying to lose weight? Which is fucking bullshit. Well, also, there's going to be a sad reality when they realize that a lot of people have disengaged from diet culture. Right. And people are no longer inclined to try and lose weight. I am done wasting my energy trying to lose weight yeah yeah i gave that shit up yep at this point it's not it's not worth my time it's not worth my energy it's not worth my effort right like uh like my wife is so oh sorry oh no no no. go ahead kita i was gonna say like my life has become so much richer letting go of that part of my mind like my life has become so much like, there's less space. There's so much more space in my heart and mind when I'm not counting every single thing that I eat. There's so much more space to be myself when I know that people accept me as I am and the right people will love me regardless. You know, I'm not trying to force myself to be loved by other people anymore. Especially, like, with all of this going on, like, life is way too short to try to, like, grab people's attention that like I like I don't like I don't need to be sin for validation, you know. And like I'm starting to realize that it was a never really ever about that, and it's so weird. Anyway. It's also like it's a thing that people use to make you feel like somehow you're failing. Yeah, and I am just not a failure. I work hard and I well and I do the things I do with joy and effort and I do not want to be told I am failing solely because I am fat and I'm sorry but I am done with that you know what I mean like I'm done engaging with that belief system or that mentality or like anything that surrounds that belief system or mentality so wild to think about like I was kind of thinking about this actually today like there were so many times in my life where I, I got an I love you but it was conditional you know it's oh, like, yes. I love you but you gotta work on your way I love you but you gotta remember you gotta be healthy I love you but and it's just like it wasn't until very recently in my life that I get and I love you without anything like that's it they love me. And that's it. And it was like, it It was such a like a revolutionary thing to like realize, especially like thinking about even the, like on terms of my career. And like, even though like now, obviously body size had no, nothing, like it had nothing to do with it ever, but it was just the, like the fear of like one of this, like the statistics were like, I think Michigan is the only state that doesn't ele- like d- that doesn't discriminate against people undersized in a professional sense. And 
I spent Which so is much bonkers of- that it's Michigan of all places. All places. <laughs> and and like and only one state? Right. Like right. and I spent I so also, much Sorry, I, I spent Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I spent so much of portfolio school sick because of it. You know like, oh, I finally live on my own now, like I have a little bit of income. I'm working on getting on my professional license, like license to do this stuff. Like this is when I turn around, you know, like, and I spent so much of my time, like literally making myself sick to lose weight. So by the time I entered the industry, I would be quote unquote more professional. And I like, and I think that's where the reflection came from this morning. Like looking back on how much time I wasted doing that to myself like i wonder how much of a different person i would be now had i like let go of that two years earlier now i i want to say two quick things the first i'm going to say directly to you because i love you and adore you and i want to remind you that not letting go of that earlier led you to where you are now and not that everyone has to do that but like look at you being a fucking badass right now so i just want to remind you you are a badass and that was part of the learning experience. Um, and and that I love you. And that, you know, <laughs> it's it's hard. It's hard because it is easy to get caught up in regret. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. how do we walk that line between not saying like, oh, I think sometimes like, you know, it becomes a footprints in the sand type poster to be like, every lesson learned is a lesson, you know. Oh, God, blah, blah. yes. With the yes, black border yes, and a white type. Yes, ah! yes. Yeah. But so I don't want it to seem like I'm saying that, but I'm also like it, it can undo you to think about that for too long because yeah. it makes you feel it's a different shame spiral. Of yeah like what yes it's a different thing um the other thing i would like to say is that when you are raised uh which we both were with this condition of i love you but you gotta lose weight what people don't realize is that the only form of love you've ever seen and known is conditional love and so your relationship with yourself becomes conditional love yeah And so it takes a long time for just you as an individual to disengage from that conditional love and learn how to love yourself for you without those conditions because you've never had the model of it. And that is so hard. It is hard to have never had a model of actually being loved without condition. Yeah. No, I, on the... The best example in my life that I can draw from is that on the day it's possible I've told this story be- I've told this story before, but it's like whatever. Um, on the day of my dad's funeral, I was in the kitchen and somebody like when when there's a death, there's just food around. There's just food. <laughs> like people, yeah. people. Of course there is because yeah. people need comfort. And exactly. sometimes right. people find comfort in food and that is fucking okay. Oh yeah. And right. somebody had brought a bag of candy over to, over to our house. And I was standing in the kitchen. There were a bunch of people in the kitchen and I was just like, I was just like going in on this bowl of candy. Cause fuck it. Fuck it. It's my dad's, uh. the day of my dad's funeral, I'm going to eat some fucking candy. And a relative looked at me and looked at the candy and looked at me and said, don't you think you should maybe ease up on that, Maureen? And I looked at her in the face 
and stuffed a piece of chocolate in my mouth and went, I'm going to go with calories don't count today. All right. It's my dad's funeral today. I'm going to go ahead and do whatever the hell I want. All right. And she turned fucking beet red and like it had never even occurred to her (laughs) that like maybe you should just let me live my fucking life. (laughs) Right. And like the fact that even on a day as hard as the because I was 21. You know what I mean? Like my dad died when I was pretty young. So like here I am a young woman dealing with her father dying and yeah, I'm eating candy at 10 a.m., but get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <sighs> You're like, I'm doing what I need to do to get through this day, which is a terrible day for me. Yeah. Like, <sighs> also, would you say that, like, would she have said that to your mother or your brother? Or like, no, you know, like, fuck that. Fuck no. that. I, you know, I will tell you, uh, I've been struggling with, um, so in quarantine, I've actually lost weight and it's because I'm not doing well all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, we always associate gaining weight with like being a measurement of like not doing well. And for me, I'm like, nope, I've lost weight because I am in constant panic and stress and not always like doing a good job of reminding myself to eat. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's been so hard. I was talking to my therapist about this. I go, it's such a fucking backward situation that, like, I would be praised for this. Yeah. That, like, this would be something people would fucking praise me for when I know it's, like, a sign of me not doing great. That's the funny thing. Yeah. Like, because we just... Fat people are just constantly policed in all of their fucking choices, right? And so, like, I know this is a sign of me not doing well. But to the outside world, it would be praised. And that just bothers the fuck out of me. Yeah. No, like, like I look back at pictures of myself when I was at my smallest, which was like a size, like a small 16. Like, that, that was my smallest. And I remember I look at these photos and I look at like the comments of like, oh my God, Maureen, you look incredible. Oh my God. Like, wow. Holy shit. And I just remember the fucking hell I put myself through to get to that point of like, just the the fucking hell and how miserable and scared I was all the time. And now I look at myself now and like, I'm like a hundred pounds bigger now than I was then. I am like a solid hundred pounds bigger. And like, and like if I were to post a photo of me today, I would get much different comments. I mean, I wouldn't get mean comments because I have nice people in my life, but I wouldn't get, wow, you look amazing comments. I would just get, I would just get, I like your shirt or whatever, like, whatever. But I, but I think of how much happier I am now. And it's, it's, it's like on another level. It's just like next level. It's night and day. It's next level happiness that honest to God, I never knew I could have. And it's, and it's because I stopped giving a shit. 
It's also I stopped beating myself up about a thing I am that I kept trying to change. I am fat. Period. End yeah. of sentence. Right? Like, it, it, there is now no qualifier. There is now no uh, but associated with it. I am fat. Period. Yeah. And when I just embraced the period, (laughs) like, you know, when I just embraced the state of being in the period, I was like, oh, great. I'm also just going to live a really fucking great life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, we turned around. We went from being angry little monsters in the best way possible (laughs) to... Uh, being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe, maybe this is the exact best representation of the idea of fat on a I literally was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> of like, you know, of like, we're here to fucking rip this shit apart and reveal that, behold, we're fucking happy, self-actualized, awesome people. And it's because we're fat. Amen. And Fuck. boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's as good a place as any to, to wrap that's that a, to wrap that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Fat Out of Hell, babies. <laughs> beep beep. Beep beep. All right. Well, we'll see you in hell. We'll see you in hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on all the social media places as Fat Out of Hell Pod and all the podcast places as Fat Out of Hell. And you can shoot us an email at fatatahellpod at gmail.com. Bye, babies.